bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And. This is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about reality TV. Oh, nothing. Just (laughs) sitting here wondering what the fate of the podcast will be um, and what the fate of of the U.S. country (laughs) and democracy and fucking education and rationalization and isms and future just rights and not being in a cult and stuff i mean we waited and waited as long as we could which Mm -hmm. is um it doesn't we don't need uh much provocation to wait and delay in the podcast (laughs) i mean i know that what i sound like it's because i'm literally was asleep two seconds ago yeah because because you're narcoleptic i am in the throes of narcolepsy right now the throes of it you were so fucking out of it when we were watching (laughs) on tuesday watching the results it was like no one was home i was like i don't know what's happened to this bitch but she is like chucked out because it was like you couldn't something happened to you and you just could not be engaged or involved Mm -hmm. so um i would say it's no bit biggie watching democrats lose control of (laughs) um both branches of congress but um we're not out of the woods yet. No. It's not as bad as everybody thought it would be. So there it's is not that. A, a red wave. It's yeah. not a red it's not a bloodbath done, Junior. Um, but it is Still makes this podcast a, a whole less lot fun. <laughs> a whole lot less lot not funner. Wait, a whole less lot fun wait. Mm. <laughs> a whole lot less lot fun. <laughs> what am I trying to it say? It is a whole lot less fun. A, a whole lot less, less fun. fun. Mm-hmm. That's what it does. And it does. Fuck it. <clears throat> You know, for what you want to say about Trump in the, when he was president or right, but during the campaign and then when he was president, it was it was fun and games. It was fun and games. It was just nothing but fun and games. But since then, it's really gone downhill because now um, he it says it's like, you know, his evil empire has is just nothing but growing. It's like literally we went from Star Wars, A New Hope to Empire Strikes Back. I think we're in Empire Strikes Back now mm. because... The Death Star was destroyed, and but they're rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Death Vader, Darth <laughs> Vader, is lurking around, and uh, he's planning his comeback. And now we all have to like fight him. So, well, at least then, we, by the time we get to Return of the Jedi, the Ewoks come. I know. Who do you think the Ewoks <laughs> are? Who are the Ewoks going to be? Like, who are the Ewoks? Like, the Ewoks are the ones who are going to save us. So I don't know who they are yet because they have not appeared. They better be cute. I know. I mean, they they have to be like a group of furry. Yeah, it's all adorable. the cute. Whatever we see that's cute, 
that gives us the feels. That's the Ewoks. Okay. Well, um, it's it it. Wh- I will say that it was it was fun in games, and we started this podcast when Trump, you know, was basically about to be inaugurated. Mm-hmm. Um, but just it was while well, he was president elect in the transition and all that. So, um. The last, I guess, peaceful transition of power, if you will. (laughs) Um, But we didn't have this podcast when he won. Mm -hmm. And I will, you know, we've said it before for our original 14 listeners who've listened from the beginning. We were in Mexico and you sat on the edge of the bed and you (laughs) cried. And I know you hate when I tell that story, but Mm -hmm. it would have been so hard to go through that while having this podcast. Mm -hmm. So having gone through... Those midterms, the first midterms after Trump, and then, you know, the t- the 2020 election, and then now these midterms. Yeah, I think for anyone who sat on the edge of their bed and cried during that, during that, I think we cried. Now I realize we're, we were crying because of where we are now, what we thought. I knew in that moment that it was that the... You said, it, you said in the moment, you said this isn't about him. This is about realizing that half the country are idiots yeah our our cruel terrorizing horrendous disgusting deplorable monsters and that was the problem yeah and people and that's what it was that's why we all anyone who cried on the edge of the bed you had that realization that day and now here we are and now here we and you know what you know what i did while you were crying Mm. i got my iphone and i texted (laughs) brit at embassy row (laughs) said you want to do this podcast and she's like, yeah. And now here we are. So yeah, you know what? Yeah. We yeah. both should have done something different that day. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, mm. sorry. Sorry I'm for sorry you. I'm sorry, too. Sorry for you. Sorry for you. Now, sorry for us that we do this podcast, but not sorry for you guys if you are interested in our Patreon podcast. Yeah, because we might quit this one. <laughs> so you never know. Possible. Might as well go check that one out. We're really hanging on by a thread. <laughs> uh, you should go to julianbrandy.com. It does cost a dollar, but we definitely aren't quitting that one anytime because it literally is our lifeline to living, eating, renting, surviving, surviving. Uh, we do two hour long podcasts every week and they are not about politics at all, but I might have to start doing my extra ragey political rants over to our Patreon podcast in order to avoid being put on some proud boy MAGA hammer list. That's true. I'm that is true. We might have to just make a few exceptions at the Patreon, which we say strictly no politics for you to do your most scary and problematic (laughs) rants that you want to do because that's what this podcast was originally meant to be right and then we took the temperature and said yeah i don't think that's legal actually (laughs) the kind of stuff we thought we could say (laughs) so we stopped doing it i mean we i i want to i i yes you're right you're right well maybe i'll have to start we'll have maybe we'll have a whole other patreon i don't know we might have to have the we can so we don't – I don't want to soil the Patreon with my you could just, antics. We could tell people 10-minute – here's a little 10-minute <laughs> sidebar. Right. So that Julie can get this off her chest. Because honestly, it is a dangerous time to be like raging against the MAGA machine. I mean, it just is. It's not, not really a great time. I mean, at this point, I'm like looking around – the streets waiting for somebody to pop out with a hammer like at all times my therapist told me relevant. i need to also tone it down liz and <laughs> because i want to i don't know because i want to get in a fight yeah so you do need i to don't tone down, liz. i don't start it 
But if someone does engage me even in a little bit, yeah. I then become some sort of, um, I don't even know what the word was, but he told me, he was like, oh, you might, yeah, you need to, you need to analyze why you want to do that. And I was like, I don't need to analyze it. I know fucking why. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm looking to get some fucking rage checked and I'm looking to fucking get into a thing with somebody who thinks they know something and I know they fucking don't. So <sighs> I know we're just, we're at a loss and it, yeah. even no matter how this pans out, it's not what we wanted. Um, you know, it's just, it's just whatever. But I mean, it's not as bad as it could have been. But at this point, it's whatever. Um, but please, you know, check out our Patreon podcast. <laughs> There's a link to a free episode in the description of today's show. All you have to do is scroll down and you'll see it there. And we usually offer basically the same free episode every week um, of our Patreon podcast. But this week, Meow Meow, we are adding a different free episode mm. in honor of our friend, Ashley Ryder, mm. who got you a cameo for your birthday back in June oh, right. by a guy from the documentary Trekkies. <laughs> but I guess we missed it because we were traveling in the middle of Patreon Idol. So I don't even know. I mean, but here's the deal for our 14 listeners who aren't on the Patreon Basically, back in 2019, we did a Patreon episode called Trunkies, <laughs> where Julie tells me a story about all these crazy fucking Trekkies in this documentary, and she plays clips of one of the main dudes named Gabriel. Well, apparently, Ashley Ryder befriended Gabriel. Is that his name, Mama? Yeah. On Facebook, and got him to make you a cameo for your birthday. Yeah. So we're going to play the cameo. And then if you're not a subscriber to our Patreon podcast and you need some context for how absolutely fucking hilarious and genius <laughs> Ashley is for procuring said cameo, <laughs> then go to the description blurb, like I said, for today's episode. And there will be a link for the page this Patreon episode called Trunkies from 2019. You can listen to it for free. We're going to open it up and take off the paywall for the Trunkies episode. I don't even know if it's a good one or not, but I don't know if it's putting our best foot forward, but the Patreon is what the Patreon is. And um, and that can only best be described as hit or miss. Oh, oh, hello, Julie Goldman. <laughs> I just wanted to. Oh, oh for God's sake. <laughs> hello, Peter, this is the worst time you could have called. Go away. <laughs> All right, Julie Goldman, I'll continue with my message. Hi, happy birthday. By the way, Peter's dead. He died of heart failure last year. This is how he wants to be remembered. Live long and prosper. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I hope Ashley wow. paid him for that. Wow. <laughs> Gabriel, <laughs> it's everything I could have imagined. Yeah, I mean... Could that be like the best cameo ever wow. made and ever wow. given? Uh, that could be the best cameo ever. Yes. And I would highly recommend people watch Trekkies and watch him as an originally was a, he was a kid. He was like a teenager. And that he does that because that happened in the in the movie. And because of that, that movie, like it's like the it's the moment of the movie. Yeah. 
He's sitting there with his dad. He's in a fucking Star Trek outfit. Nobody even needs to watch Truckies because they're going to listen to the free episode of our Patreon right. called Trunkies <laughs> where we break it down and yeah. you tell all of it. Julie will play you all. There's a woman who goes to work. That's in Trekkies 2 it- and it is so good. <laughs> it's not in Trekkies 1? <laughs> no. It's oh. Trekkies 2. Oh, well, you still do it on the our Trunkies. You of combine course. them. Yeah. So you don't even have to watch both things and who knows if they're available. And at this point, we're all trying to watch every dumb documentary and we have to mm-hmm. google where can i stream this and then you have to go to different platforms and honestly like go watch trekkies too after you've watched the vow and the orgasm cult movie <laughs> and all the cult shit where now when we're and we're trekkies living in a cult. a cult too you know what i'll take <laughs> trekkies uh, if, okay if we have to choose to be in a cult which apparently we all have to choose to be in a cult now in this country i'm going to choose to be in trekkies well i want people to be in the patreon cult <coughs> and listen to trunkies because you will break it all down and nobody has to watch any of it although a lot of people did go and watch then these docs but yeah hopefully i think and i think you do because i remember you showing me the lady who goes to work oh she's genius yeah she works at a copy shop and we went and looked like her co- up. a cop like a xerox place yeah and she wears her uniform every day to her job <laughs> uh her star trek uniform with her um t- you know her fucking taser or whatever and also Stardate, 10 start eight mm-hmm, that thing. yeah her full outfit <laughs> And she's proud of it. She's and her claim to fame is that she served jury duty in her Star Trek uniform. Uh, if I have to, if and when I ever have to be tried by a jury of my peers, I'm going to pray right now, dear Heavenly Father, mm-hmm. please let the woman be there in the star. I mean, at least you'd have that to hold on to, right? I, I, the bitch I, I, in the Star on. Trek outfit. Yes. Yes. We got a picture postcard, my mount, mm-hmm. for our drug den bulletin board. From Mm -hmm. a new face. And you know there's nothing more that I love than finding out that we have a a, a new listener. She's not a new listener, though. Mm. Sam, she claims to be possibly one of the original 14. So there's nothing I actually love more than finding out we've had a listener this whole time. Because our our drug den bulletin board is basically filled with... Um, pictures of the same 14 people over and over and over. <laughs> Updated pictures, which we love too, because it looks like all different people. And it's all their babies <sighs> that grow up. And thank you, Ashley. Speaking of babies, thank you, Ashley. And congratulations to Ashley. She just got married. Congratulations. Yeah, so, and thank you for the um, the best cameo of all time, <laughs> Gabriel. And this is Sam. She writes, best friends. You didn't know. Now you do. Maybe OG 14ers here. We live in northern New Mexico and you two always get us through the week. Love listening, Sam and Pepper. So Pepper is the dog and um, a jaunty little I Yorkie. Mean, I'm sorry. Like pretty it's, cute. It's beyond. We hate being jealous of someone else's dog, <laughs> yeah. but we are. We need and want Pepper's face. Uh. I want to put. I want all. All I want actual pepper to look like pepper, and then I can sprinkle it all over like different food. And <laughs> pepper looks like a person who looks like a dog. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's and, a dog, but it's a person who looks like a dog. And because she's very jaunty, it could mm-hmm. be a boy or a girl. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. Sam is very cute too. Uh-huh. Looks like our best friend. Yeah. Best friend Sam. Well, those are our best friends. I'm so excited for Sam and Pepper to be on the Drug Den Bulletin Board. Yeah. We mm-hmm. we are still working on it. Um, we love getting high and doing stuff to the bulletin board. Uh-huh. And we're, we've added four more bulletin boards to it. It's yeah. enormous. Yeah. She's going up there and we're so excited. And we're going to meet her someday. Yeah. We are. because now she, That's the point of the Drug Den Bulletin Board. Mm-hmm. So if you want to send in your picture, that's all we want. 
We don't need gifts. All we want is your picture. You can yep. go to our website, julianbrandy.com. You can find out all about the Patreon there, too. Um, and our address is on every page. Then you just go to, like, any place that makes postcards from your phone, like Post Snap. There's a million of them. Just find the cheapest one. Send us your send us your postcard, and we'll put it on the Drug Den Bulletin Board. And also, on that note, paging Jason LeBlanc, <laughs> who ordered a shirt. We just sent out a batch of shirts, the first batch that we've sent out from from our new podcast studio. Uh-huh. And it's they all have a lot of cat hair and dust and they're wrinkled <laughs> from the move. So that's lovely. Um, unfortunately, Jason ordered an I Don't Need Your Notes Babe shirt. He made a donation to our website. And for that, he gets an I Don't Need Your Notes Babe shirt or any shirt of his choosing. He picked a... I don't need your notes, babe, in a medium. We are out of mediums. So I emailed him. He has yet to email back. Everybody loves to give those spam emails. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, uh, this is for my junk mail, 227 right. at yahoo.com. Right, and I'm right. like, well, we'll not be hearing back from Jason because he never checks this fucking mm-hmm, email. But mm-hmm. if you're hearing this, Jason, let me know. We can send you a large or you can wait. We're ordering a new, we need to replace like lots of side sizes, like all the XLs, double XLs, triple XLs. We, and like, so we had to do a, replace a lot of sizes. So anyway, Jason, let us know, bitch. Let us know. <laughs> and I just want to say, lest anyone think that we have more than 14 listeners, being that Sam um, is a new face and she says she's an original 14. We don't because many, many people have left. <laughs> and they've left in a huff, mm. quite frankly. Yeah. They leave as if in a digital stomping off <laughs> of sorts. And it's like, oh, okay. I just got a terse email from someone who says, uh, we weren't liberal enough. Oh. They don't listen anymore because we're just not liberal enough. Oh, we're but, not liberal um, enough. Okay. But they went ahead and needed to fucking go off on me about Nancy Pelosi. And I thought, don't I, thought, e- I thought you said you didn't listen. I, don't start on Nancy Pelosi. Don't even start. Don't even start on Nancy you Pelosi. Know what? Don't even start on me. Okay. And don't start on you. If you don't listen, then don't listen and get the fuck off my fucking <laughs> inbox. Okay. <laughs> and speaking of people who have left and come back, Anthony Zaponia. Oh. Our resident K-pop expert. Yes. He is back. Oh. Joined our Patreon family once again uh-huh. after a little break. We okay. are so excited he has returned. And he has come bearing gifts, which, oh. which we do not require. <laughs> now, here is what is weird. Okay. So, I went on Chinazon to... Let me just back up and say, when we first started the podcast, this is this is just a day of, of memory laning it. We got a lot of like gifts. We got a lot of like, people giving us those little superhero political superhero figures. Yes. They're kind of like collectibles. Yeah. And they're like political action figures. They come in a box. If we ever get doubles of them, we give the doubles to Leah, right. Leah Black, and then Leah Black puts them on her Christmas tree. Right. She takes them out of the box and puts them on her Christmas uh-huh. tree. Or does she keep them in the box? No, I think she takes them out of the okay. box. Okay. We keep them in the box. Right. So we have a huge line of these political action figures in the box, like collectibles that we hang on the wall. So we have like the one in the middle, unfortunately, is Trump. And that's simply because his box is gold. But it's like, right. we have Trump, we have Elizabeth Warren, we have Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. we had a bunch of Bernie Sanders. We have Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. We had a bunch of fucking gators. Right. And we have Hillary Clinton. Oh, yeah, right. And we have Obama. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So when we moved to the new studio, 
I was like, we we took a bunch of stuff down to get framed. Um, we're going to be hanging up a bunch of stuff. And we took the Time magazine of Kamala Harris down to our framing store to get framed. And I realized we're putting up the, the superhero action figures. I was like, we don't fucking have Kamala Harris. We don't have Joe Biden. Right. But if we're at the other podcast, our other podcast studio, which is basically always our drug den but and it, back then it was also like the small office and second bedroom in your house <laughs> we just didn't we just weren't inspired but now that we're here and we have more room i'm like i i can't live if we don't have joe biden and kamala harris and yeah. quite frankly nancy motherfucking pelosi <laughs> yeah so i went um, on to china's on which has to which is where we got all of them from before when we got them as gifts mm-hmm. apparently everyone else lost interest in sending those too <laughs> um and Turns out China's on really isn't bringing the pain in terms of those superheroes. I probably have to go somewhere else. Mm. But while I was there looking around for the superheroes, I was like, huh. Um, I want some Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, like art too. Oh, so I was like looking around and I was like, what can I get of Nancy Pelosi? I was thinking of the Kamala Harris framed time. Uh-huh. And I was like, I just want something big. I want something because, again, we have a lot of, like, gator yeah. things that people have gotten us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I want some Nance Pelos. Mm-hmm. I didn't end up getting anything. I didn't end up getting the superheroes yet. But that fucking day, or, like, a couple days later, I get this notebook in the mail that I had specifically looked at on China's on wow. from K-pop Anthony of Nancy Pelosi. Fucking insane. It's that the, is insane. It's so exciting. Now, oh my God, that's the best picture, too. Yeah, it's the one where she's clapping and being condescending to Trump. Uh, and it was all there in, like, a lot of the... But I want to get... If I get some art, I'm not going to get it from Amazon. Like, I'm going to... I don't know what I'm going to do, but just... Maybe I'll go to Etsy or something. That's good. But I want something of her. This I'm glad nice. that you're already breaking the spine on it, but it is nice. Because it's, it's not in a... It's not in, like, a spiral-bound notebook, so it is a notebook that you'd have to break the spine on, like, if I use it for the Patreon or whatever, but... So cute. I should just really frame that, but I'm going to use it instead because I like to use it. Yeah, notebooks. use it. Right. She'd like, she'd prefer it if you wrote in it. Oh, she would. <laughs> <laughs> she cares. She cares about what we do. So, and then he also, with that same package, um, we got like a little box filled with kind of like spiritual, like little amulets and such. It's like a treasure chest. Yeah. Okay. Which of course I love. Uh, and there's all sorts of like um, trinkets. Yeah, and like like crystals. Spirit- <laughs> Hello. Uh, like a here's like a staff with like a sort of thing you can make like a as a necklace. There's <laughs> dice that are like tarot dice. This is like a um, this is an amulet. Um, you know, this is. Uh, like a I don't know what kind of stone this is but it's a crystal wrapped in another crystal and then it's a little sash little sachet what is it called when the bag like this is sachet it's like a little velvet bag filled yeah. with crystals which is cute which yeah love to tinker around with and create spells and it's like the yeah. kind of little treasure chest where we can cast spells on people and we right won't. yeah exactly and he ex- we're, we're having that type of energy and vibe here. That's right, because we're witches. <laughs> so he he says, hi, Julian Brandy. It's been a long time, but I wanted you to know that I still love you both. And I've always still listened. A little gift for the den from Anthony Z, a.k.a. K-pop Anthony. 
It's so cute. Thank you, Anthony. We're so glad to have you back. And everybody, don't forget, go to the link and listen to Trunkies for free. Okay, now it's time for us to take another trip to Midterm Street. Can you tell me how to get, how to get to Midterm Street? Where do we go to Midterm Street? What's going on on Midterm Street? Nothing. It's Midterm Alley. Actually, <laughs> yeah. it's Midterm And it's a dead alley. End. And there's no lights. Nope. <laughs> no, nothing ever ends. Everybody contests everything. Everybody. No um, one gets anywhere. No, no one gets anywhere. So there's really no direction it leads to nowhere. give. It leads nowhere. Well, the midterm elections happened Tuesday, and though not as bad as predicted, it was still a diarrhea shit show. Yep. We delayed, like I said in the uh, beginning of the podcast, as long as we could, posting this, recording it, hoping beyond hope that we would fucking find out something definitive. <laughs> But here we are, still not finished with these goddamn election results. I mean, right now, for everyone to know, this is this is Wednesday evening. I wanted to wait until tomorrow. But it's everything I looked at said we weren't going to find out Nevada or Arizona until, like, for days and days and days on end. So mm-hmm. in terms of the Senate, we have two outstanding races that are not finished being counted in Nevada and in Arizona. And then the Georgia Senate election has officially gone to a runoff vote, which will be held on December 6th. So if you're from Georgia and you currently live out of the state, you need to get your fucking ass down there on December 6th and vote for Raphael Warnock for the United States Senate. Just make sure you get to Georgia and use the ballot that you know went to your parents' fucking house or wherever you used to live there or your old address. Go down to Georgia and do your vote if you used to be a resident or are still a resident there. Well, right now, Democrats are almost dead even with Republicans. Republicans have 49 seats and Democrats have 48. Assuming that we win Georgia on December 6th, and we do assume that because we did in 2020, and the contender wasn't half as fucking ridiculous (laughs) as compulsive liar Herschel, I love abortions, Walker. Also, I love beating women, Walker. So assuming we win Georgia, that makes us 49-49. Now, this is in the Senate. And so potentially we can lose Nevada, but win Arizona or vice versa, and we'll still be tied. But remember, the vice president is the tie-breaking vote. So with Kamala Harris in there, all we need to do is tie it up, and we still technically have the majority, which means we still have Chuck Schum as Senate majority leader, which means that we control the agenda, and we control what motions, which judges, and what legislation goes to the Senate floor for a Senate vote. Exactly. So in terms of the House of Representatives, the other branch in Congress, shit just gets a lot more complicated. Like it's like we need to net seven zero, net six seats. (laughs) There's 35 outstanding. At this point, I want to know. I'm dying to know the path that Democrats 
could take to possibly win and maintain the majority because losing the majority means losing Nance Pelosi, the Speaker of the House. Yeah. And that means potentially losing Nance Pelosi forever yep. to retirement mm-hmm. because of what happened with her fucking husband. Mm-hmm. And then the Democratic Party is truly fucked without her fundraising and leadership. But I simply cannot listen to one more fucking second of Steve Kornacki and his khaki <laughs> bulge statistics and theories. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. It's numbers, numbers, and it's barraging me, and he has his dick bulge and his khakis, <laughs> and he's lost weight, and I'm wondering what kind of gay sex he's having, and I just can't concentrate, and I, it's too confusing, and I don't understand why... Fine, Arizona, I get it. They're obviously standing there with some fucking whacked out proud boy militia holding fucking ghost guns on everyone. I get why they are taking their time counting. But there's a million house races all across the country that still have not been get even California. I'm like, ain't nobody got no ghost guns out here. They didn't even check our goddamn ID. So I think it's go ahead and count them up. There's like seven races in house races in California that have still not been counted. I'm like, what's the hold up? I listen to Steve Kornacki and all I hear is jarber 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 jarber. I don't under, I I literally he speaks and I can't hear actual words. He stands there, he writes on the board, with he writes finger. numbers and numbers and numbers with his finger. With his finger he's putting numbers and he's like well, now if they get 42 then it's a caucus of 47 and that's what was happening in that state and in 1989 it didn't even happen four times as much as that. And I'm like what the fuck are you talking about? I would understand if you could talk about uh, listen, I'd rather him talk about loads. Honestly. You know what I mean? Why don't you tell us how many loads it takes for you to fucking, you know what? And that's why we all love Brent. <laughs> exactly. Brent. Exactly. Brent can't fit in the glory and hole. That's and that's what... I love Brent. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, I, I cannot, he reminds, the thing with him is he's, to me, he's reminiscent. They all love him. They all think it's so cute. Oh, they want, they, they want think his it's loads. adorable. They want to take his loads yeah. all day. <laughs> Rachel Maddow's like, oh, this is I love this Steve. And there's a whole thing with him and all their flirting and their gayness and whatever the fuck. It's like how the Howard Stern family feels about J.D. I I don't understand it. I can't stand J.D. But I like Steve Kornacki way more than I like J.D. I like Steve Kornacki way more than I like J.D. too. But to me, it's reminiscent of we all think he's so adorable. What a kooka kookster. He's... He's sort of like a a guy on the like not in the mainstream. Right. He's he's a dork. He's yeah. a dorkable. Yeah. I mean, and I just am like, I just, social, last year in twenty twenty, fucking old what's her name with John Legend, Chris. Yeah, like Steve. her fucking Christy McNichol and yeah, all her uh-huh. bullshit, <laughs> and being like Steve, 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 and everyone was so obsessed with them. That MSNBC gave him his own show. And it's like, yes. honestly, like this, this fucking show, it's called Dumb Gay Politics. Obviously, we're here for Dumb Gay Steve Kornacki. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, you know, I can't even. Well, we won't even touch CNN with someone else's dick. I mean, Anderson Cooper just fucking uh, interviewed Nance Pelosi and we watched it on YouTube because I'm not <laughs> yeah, I will yeah. not put the put the TV mm-hmm. on any level on CNN. No. CNN can go fuck right off. But I would rather watch Dana Bash's ex-husband. John King break it all down so that we could sit mm-hmm. and be like I wonder what Dana's thinking now yeah I mean the, I have to say <laughs> that this entire uh the sport 
of it all for the newscasters is fun to watch. Oh, because now that now we're getting into politics as reality TV. Yes. Because that now we're getting into Dana Bash. Now I'm she's enjoy- John yeah, that's King, right. They have a she's kid. A, she's eye rolling. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she, oh, it's <laughs> great. And then yeah. you wonder what's, I mean, in MSNBC, the who's lesing out. Because that is a fucking, you know, that's a lesbian, just a, a, tr- a trough, yep. a trench. And I know that Joy Reid and all of them and um, Nicole Oliver or whatever. Nicole Wallace, if yeah. They're not gay. But I mean. Oh. And, well, then I now, mean, and now they've got Rachel Maddow, uh, you know, sitting there with Alex Wagner, who d- took over for Rachel Maddow. And then we're just like, what's Alex Wagner doing there? You know. Oh, and what? Yeah. What are the dynamics there? Because she was talking a lot. And then you and think then to Lawrence yourself, Fishburne sitting on the end thinking, <laughs> thinking that she's annoying or we're reading into everything wrongly because we're drunk. Oh, I, you could see that there was some definitely some tension. There was some eye rolls. Oh, there was some. Lor- yeah. yeah. Lawrence was at one point, I think I saw his mouth open. <laughs> Just gaping. Just like, what am I? Di-? Yeah. They had put on so much pancake makeup yeah, on that. He's like, why am I on face? the side? Too. Right. Put I Lawrence mean, Fishburne in the middle. Yeah. I mean, he's like. Lawrence O. Fishburne. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Lawrence, you shady queen. Get yeah. in the middle. I don't know why they have him all the way on the end. It's just, her, oh, he must just be, why? Why? Uh, just the, the fifth seat over. Yeah. I mean, he's, come on. The whole thing is, watching them is more enjoyable. I mean, be, you know, watching them is more enjoyable than the actual results because the results are so fucking horrendous. So we have to focus on the people on the news because at least that's entertaining and fun i mean i haven't even turned on fox news because i don't think i can bear it uh, no no not at all you can barely bear msnbc i mean a few times i'm like you, you've gone comatose i'm like i think she might be in shock i think i should get her like one of those foil blankets and like some sugar packets or something fucking some honey because you're just staring and i'm like hello but hello hello awkward <laughs> hello (laughs) well sometimes even though i love rachel maddow but just on occasion i just i just gloss over i'm just gloss first of all listen bulldagger to bulldagger okay i want to say this to brother to brother okay (laughs) i really want her i wish i would tell and i would tell her go with your natural look don't let them do that to you it is unnatural it's ridiculous. Uh, her pilly lip gloss and stop. her stop. Oh, listen, I her get white cakey makeup around her mouth. I'm like, I'm looking. Stop. I'm like, what's going on around her mouth? Don't it looks white. Just, you got to get them to stop doing that to you. I'm not. You can wear a suit, but you don't need to wear a scoop clamshell neck. She's a little less daggery than you, Mama. Don't give Is her. She? All, don't give her all the credit. But in real life, she wears thick black glasses. She wears t-shirts and jeans. Yeah, but she's not as. She's just not as. She's not as thriving as you. <laughs> she just isn't. She's not rippling with the with the mask energy. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, when I look at her, I just think I don't want to see her in those no. outfits. I can't stand no. it. Put a collared shirt on at least. Yeah, honestly, the only Jesus person I'm Christ. really here for just you know at the table. I do love I love Lawrence O. Fishburne love and the him. Shady Queen love of it all. But, and these types of things, 
they can all go and I just need Joy to just break oh, it down. Yes. She's the only she's yes. the only sane one mm-hmm. in all of cable news yep. and I just need her there and it, she makes me feel safe. Yes, me and too. And she's right about everything. Everything. And if anyone says she's not right about everything, they get fucking slapped. <laughs> I fucking can't stand that. You know that. who they could use though is old drunkard Stephanie fucking. <laughs> <laughs> nope, she can stay far, far fucking away. It's the last thing we need at that table is another <laughs> dumb bitch. <laughs> I like Nicole Wallace and we watched that show during yeah, the day yeah. because she's pretty grounded, mm-hmm. but it's just like ugh, this whole thing. It's so upsetting yeah. and frustrating and we just need mommy joy and yeah. that's what we need. And I, everyone else is just a sibling that's bothering me and taking away mommy's energy and time yeah. from me. Chris Hayes is like a little brother. We are like, give me the remote. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, you don't get to have the remote. God, you're so fucking annoying. Yeah. Stop. Doing anything except for letting mommy talk. <laughs> well, so the the bottom line, it, or this isn't the bottom line. This is just a line in the story. Is that they all fucking said that we were going to get trounced and destroyed, and yeah. the red tsunami. Right. And John Jr. tweeted that it was a bloodbath because right. he's the fucking walking fucking. Exactly. (laughs) He's a walking sigh and a walking blank space. I just, there are no words. So that didn't happen. But the thing is, it's like, we're just not living. I speak for myself. I'm not living here for them to be wrong. I'm living to be in control. And I'm, I don't want to sign up for now. I'm, I'm, I'm right now. I'm currently in the seven stages of grief. I'm in denial because um, I need to, and I'm, I'm bargaining was what I'm doing because uh-huh. bargaining is one of them. We didn't get as, we didn't get beaten as badly as they said. And the, the, the statistics are Democrats lost fewer seats. Now what happens is that the, the president gets elected in you know, whatever inauguration year. So let's say 2020, then in the first midterms after the president is elected, if the, usually the, the party in power loses like 60 or more seats like this happened with Obama of course like I mean there was nothing Obama could do that motherfucker could have like solved like world hunger permanently fixed the environment and the economy and he still would have lost the midterms you know what I mean because of all the fucking racists came out from under all their rocks and were like we can't handle this so he lost he got like destroyed in the midterms but it happens to every single president happened to Trump Trump got fucking mowed to the fucking ground in 2018. Remember? That's when Nancy Pelosi got back in power and it was like, uh, fuck, yo so. <laughs> like 2018, he got mowed. That's yeah, what happened. Right. They all do. This time, Joe Biden's president, two years later in the midterms, um, like it looks like we're going to lose like six seats or something. If we lose it all, it's, it's not going to be by any more than six seats. And it's like the least any president has lost in their first midterms in the last 40 fucking years mm-hmm. it's crazy like the amount of shit people talk about joe biden and he has Ugh. he has defied gravity in every single <laughs> yeah. fucking way uh-huh. and then it's we got so many now i don't really care about governors but i think it matters for whatever reason and to the to like the party in power to the part both parties it matters because governors get to replace if a senator or house member dies maybe they get to replace them i'm not sure exactly why the governors matter if you don't live in that state but we got the most democratic governors 
um, in a midterms, any midterm since 1986. Wow. We got like equal number of Republicans. Like we kind of like destroyed in that area. Like, I mean, I know that like this midterm, like on the news that, um, that numbers wise, we didn't do too bad, but I still feel like we are doing so bad. This is why, because, you know, if we lose control of the house, then we lose Nancy Pelosi. When I said that I've been bargaining, that means that, I don't want to lose Nancy Pelosi and I don't um, I don't even know what I'll do. I'll be so upset. That's like almost like losing Kamala Harris to me. Like I'm, I'm but mm-hmm. so hopefully she doesn't retire. But um, shock and I. But um, I don't think I can handle Mitch McConnell because in the Senate, if, if Mitch McConnell becomes Senate majority leader, he he blocks every single thing from going to the floor. Right. It doesn't matter what it is. Voting rights, you know, any any legislation we've had a a historical amount of legislation go through this this House and Senate mm-hmm. um, and White House. Just crazy shit. We've talked about it on the podcast. You guys all know. And now it will that will all stop. But he will start putting through judges at like a, a, a massively fast pace. And it will be conservative judges, conservative judges. And we're just going to have more of the same of all mm-hmm. of our rights. And I just can't stand him and I can't deal with him controlling the agenda for two more years. It's it's only going to make going into 2024 if Trump runs again horrific and awful. And I mean, if the Republicans get control of the Senate even by one, yeah, they will uh, take away the filibuster. Of course. And Mitch McConnell will be like, what? He literally was the one he got. He called democrat it would be the worst thing they could do they shouldn't do it it's it's immoral it's unethical and he will go and do it yeah and then they'll put it back in place right before the 2024 it's there and and no one will the thing i feel i think that i feel (sighs) is no one will care It, it republicans still won't care like if he does that there's nothing that they can do that will show themselves how disgusting and despicable their party is. There's nothing that can be done. Nothing. Mitch McConnell will sit there and do that and do that with a filibuster and will, with a straight face, say, yeah, I said that. So what? I'm a hypocrite. This is what we're doing. don't care. And then all Republicans will be like, yeah, so what? We're hypocrites. This is what we're doing. But then call Democrats all kinds of things and woke and this and that. I I just can't take it. No. I can't take it. I can't take it. And that's why we don't want to lose the Senate. So even though we're going to lose the House, probably there is a a very slim pathway to not losing it, but we're going to have to start just fucking getting into it and dealing with it. It's worse. It's just, by by the way, I mean, honestly, it's just more fucking baller to own the Senate. It just is. There's only a hundred fucking senators. It's, or there's 101 or whatever. That's it's, it's just way more baller. And it's how we're living and that we're hoping that it pans out and that's all we can do. And I guess by next week, uh-huh. we will know what's doing in Arizona and Nevada right. in terms of the Senate. Yep. And then on December 6th or whatever, we'll be in Antarctica. And we're really going <laughs> to hope that all of you guys get the thick out to Georgia and make that shit happen. Because we would be going to Georgia with our loads yeah. engineer, husband Richard. Yep. We'd be staying at his place in Savannah uh-huh. and we would be getting out the vote 
But everybody and their fucking, hopefully, cousin Oprah are going to be down in Georgia making it happen. There's no person on the planet that deserves to be a United States senator more than Raphael motherfucking Warnock. Okay. Yeah. If John Ossoff can win there, becoming like the youngest person serving in the Senate right now, currently, in Georgia, like the first Jewish person or some shit like that to ever win in Georgia, Mm -hmm. then Raphael Warnock can fucking do it for sure. Agreed. Now it's time for gay guys and their feelings. Looking cute. And feeling cute. What you gotta do? Boy, let me tell you, you're gay. It's okay. It's a present from Jesus every day. This segment is called Gay Guys and Their Feelings, where we hear from gay guys with feelings. This week, the gay guy with feelings is podcast host Kate Casey. Now, Kate is not a guy, and she's not gay. Yet, see how I did that in my mouth? Uh-huh. Am I right, guys? Am I right? <laughs> it could happen any day. We don't know. Uh, no, I guess she's we She's happily know. married with several <laughs> 17, children. 17,000 yeah. kids. But hey, you never know. Um subscribing to our patreon podcast has many many benefits and one of them for the subscribers to the higher tiers is that you get to leave us a gay guys and their feelings message if that appeals to you you should join our patreon and you too can send us your gay feelings on any subject you want now kate is actually not a subscriber to our patreon podcast but she is a frequent contributor to this podcast She was one of the first guests we ever had way back in 2017 when we first started. And if you missed her appearance, we highly recommend it because she told all about being an intern in the White House during the same exact time as Monica Lewinsky. And if you're wondering if Kate fucked Bill Clinton, too, we're not going to tell you. You're going to have to go back and listen to her episode from 2017 to find out if Kate lewinsky Bill Clinton. <laughs> it's worth it. Kate is fantastic and the interview is great. So without further ado, here's the host of Reality Life with Kate Casey and her gay feelings on voting. Kate Casey here. The 2022 midterm elections are this week and elections hold tremendous importance and the results will impact every American. So don't be a jerk and vote. Some people might say, it's just a midterm election, it can't be that important. Well, you're an idiot. (laughs) This year's election goes well beyond who will represent us in Congress. Voters will also elect representatives at the state, county, and city levels. Additionally, your vote will determine how your state and cities will move forward on important propositions, which could include but not be limited to reproductive rights, women's health, healthcare-related matters, taxes, affordable housing, economic justice, environmental protection, and a quality education. Listen, I vote in every election, so I can tell you who shows up to vote. Old people, who are, by the way, lovely, but a limited group of voters. My dad doesn't even know how to use the volume on his phone. He thinks TikTok is a delicious after-dinner mint, and you want him and his buddies from the Irish League in charge of your future? (laughs) If you are over the age of 18, you are entitled to vote in federal and state elections. So if you don't exercise this right, you are basically disrespecting everyone who has sacrificed to give you that right. Did you know that it wasn't until the 15th Amendment was passed in 1869 that black men were even allowed to vote? Women were denied the right to vote until 1920, when the long efforts of the women's suffrage movement finally resulted in the 19th Amendment. 
Your relatives marched, protest, fought for all of us to have the right to vote, but you can't be bothered. You can spend hours <laughs> watching videos of dance routines on social media, but you can't read through an election handout and go to a voting station. You read People magazine this week and you can't read an election handout. What is wrong with you? Also, your opinion will never matter if you don't vote. We don't want to hear your thoughts on abortion, campaign finance, or school reform if you couldn't have emerged from your couch and exercised <laughs> your civic duty. And that means today and two years from now. You are irrelevant in the conversation about how we move forward. You are a useless citizen. You're basically Heidi Klum on America's Got Talent, adding <laughs> zero value. Oh, and don't use that excuse. I don't like either candidate. No one actually loves a political candidate. We just love the political system. You want better representation, more funding to your communities, and a better quality of life? You want leaders to care about you? Well, you gotta vote. You gotta vote. Go vote. Now, to be fair, I think Kate probably thought we were going to uh, post this podcast prior to voting. Mm. And we didn't because we're losers and tools. Mm -hmm. um, even if we did post it, it wouldn't have come out till Tuesday, which would have been voting day anyway. Mm -hmm. But I think I want to save this, play it every year. Love it. Absolutely. Because yeah. really, you could play it anytime, even if it's because there's always going to be another time to vote. And she's right. I agreed with everything she said. We agree with everything she said. It's the fucking. We can play it the week of when we're going to Antarctica. Yeah. For everybody living in Georgia. Yep. Because there's always special elections love and it. other shit. Yep. And she was right about everything. I love it. You're irrelevant. You, your opinion doesn't matter. You are irrelevant in the conversation if you don't vote. The next time I have a conversation with someone, ask them if they vote. Did you vote? And if they say no, I'm going to say, well, guess we don't have to have a conversation. You don't even get to have a conversation. Love you, Kate. <laughs> now it's time for So There's That. Alright, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans and the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them. She hates doing it because screaming hope into an echo chamber of 14 amazing listeners feels foolish in the face of Nancy Pelosi losing control of the House of Representatives to people who bashed in the head of her 82-year-old husband. <laughs> yep. And listen, I get it. I really do. But as long as we do this stupid fucking podcast, which may not be for that much longer, <laughs> Julie has to give us a so there's that because we need <clears throat> some good news or some fake good news or some bad news happening to bad people, which is basically just good news, isn't it? <laughs> it sure is. Let's do a prayer. Okay. <clears throat> Dear Jesus, why is half this country in a cult? That's not really a prayer. It's just asking Jesus why everyone's in a cult. This is the only way I can explain and live with the fact that half of this country is mindfucked into such a web of lies and manipulation by Trump Republicans and the current Republican Party, which makes Nexium look appealing. I mean, honestly, I know Keith Ranieri and the bitch from the orgasm cult are narcissistic <laughs> cum dumpsters, but at least they tried to give the illusion of making people feel good. They speak of connections and pleasure, ethics and transcending and change. Half of this country doesn't even aspire to that. 
They're so far deep into their narcissism, they're not even trying to hide it. Me, 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 my, mine, 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 mine. What you do isn't right. I'll tell you, you're lying. Me, me, me. I'm the only one. I deserve. I'm entitled. I'm not being paid attention to. Wine, 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 wine. The Republican Party is so fucking draining and disappointing and pathetic and lame and dumb and disturbing and a cult. The biggest cult to have ever emerged is the Republican Party. And much like Nexium, maybe you're not in DOS and getting branded, but if you're still there, you're still there and you're still a part of it. In 100 years, when history is recounted of this time, they will talk about Trump and Republicans as brainwashed, selfish, cult twats who were comprised of liars, sycophants, gypsies, tramps, and thieves. <laughs> I am so depressed. It's so hard to care about anything except staring directly at the sun. Well, even though the midterms are disturbing, we've emerged with a couple really exciting people and very exciting firsts. And I'm going to choose to focus on them for the next few minutes before... <laughs> <laughs> That's only how only long you're going to do it, That's too. right. Before going to bed and OMing myself for the rest of my life. <laughs> so in case you hadn't heard because you were too enraged watching Ron DeSantis slowly buttfuck an entire state without lube another day, there's three prominent people who have emerged through this election that we should all be very excited about. There may be more, but God forbid we do any more research than we have to, right, my mouth? That's true. Congratulations, Maryland. You've elected your first black governor, and he is, in my opinion, definitely going to be running for president, and um, my guess is in eight years. His name is Wes Moore. He's super good-looking, never held office before, and is only the third black governor to hold office in this country. Wes Moore, remember this name. He beat the Republican incumbent by 20%. That is a very strong lead. Wes Moore went from poverty to military to being CEO of Robin Hood, and now he's the governor of Maryland. He's got two kids and a wife, and he's buff. Mark my words, <laughs> he's going to be famous. I like, sounds like, um, where are you going next year? Mm, I got into Westmore. <laughs> it does sound like that. Next on our docket, a lesbo. Now, in the lesbo category, there could be two, but as of now, we only have one that's confirmed. Her name is Maura Healy, and she's the next governor of the great state of my home state of Massachusetts. Where all the best lesbians come <laughs> that's from. That's right. Massachusetts, though historically very blue, can also be totally weird. Like, it's just weird. The state's weird. They have Republican governors, and it's but it's Democratic, and it's just odd. Those mass holes, they love to vote red. Yeah, but not this year. Not only is she the first female governor of Massachusetts, she gay. She went to Harvard, and she's not just a regular gay. She was on the Harvard a basketball team. <laughs> so the Whoa. bitch was lezzing out. Bull dagger. Okay, sport dagger. She's a sport dagger. And there's videos of her, if you want to enjoy, of her playing basketball as a current person. And it is a delight. There's one video where I really enjoyed where she played the current governor who's super tall, like seven feet tall, like, you know, like very tall. And she's not that tall. But she was fucking, they played horse on a video, like playing basketball together. And it was like, adorable. I wonder if she knows Obama. She probably does. Yeah, because he went to Harvard and he loves basketball. Oh, that's too. right. That's right. Just two gay guys playing <laughs> basketball. <laughs> yeah. Well, she went on to become attorney general of Massachusetts and now she's the lesbian governor. So it's pretty exciting. Very exciting. Phyllis and Dr. Guac must be whopping. <laughs> yeah. Wop, wop. That's right. Lesbians are so cool, mom and dad. 
Don't you see that now? I'm sure that they're like, um, you could have been governor, maybe. You could have done something <laughs> with your life. Uh, and last but not least, we've got the baby of the group, Maxwell Alejandro Frost. He's 25 years old, and though he's been an organizer and working for social justice since he's a kid, it was Sandy Hook that activated him to service. He saw Sandy Hook and said, fuck this, and he got into politics. And he just got elected and is now the youngest serving member of the House of Representatives representing a district in Orlando, he's, Florida. He's the youngest person ever elected to congress he's 25 years old 25 maxwell frost is the fucking boo of the century yeah he's the future of this country yep florida is and we say this with love one of our very best friends lives in florida mm -hmm. so we're allowed to talk shit about it if mm -hmm. we want and we will right fucking now mm -hmm. it's a cesspool of garbage assholes yep it starts and ends with trump it's no longer a swing state it's a fucking red state and and it's not just Sandy Hook. It's Marjorie Stoneman Douglas mm -hmm. and that fucking shooting. And all of those thirst bucket kids are going to go right into politics to uh, defend yeah. and get, yeah. you know, revenge for all of their, I guess, friends that were killed in that shooting. Yeah. And Florida is going to go back. Florida is not going to be a swing state. It's going to swing. It is going to swing and it's going to swing from red to blue. And it starts with Maxwell. Yep. Please Please Google this guy. Yeah. I'm beyond excited about him. And he's just going into the house, but still. Yeah, but that's just the beginning. Yeah. It's very exciting. Now, these three people represent real and actual change. Not just represent, but embody. We have to look at these three shining stars and hold on. Hold on for one more hold day. Hold on for one more day. <laughs> they will fight for equality and independence and freedom and choice. And they are on the right side of the law. These three people in their own ways are behind the curtain warriors who have now emerged to take the reins of the carriage and show themselves and stand in front and be on the front lines to help us deal with the eroded, rotted Republican Party who will stop at nothing to end democracy and suppress the vote. The big lie, the big steal and fake news are all storylines about the Republican fucking party. Maxwell Frost, Maura Healy and Wes Moore are here to keep chipping away at this never ending bullshit and political dark mirror we find ourselves in their wins make me feel very excited and their election really is telling and i hope it's a true compass of where the country is going to go we're all rooting for you and thank you for giving us all something to believe in again in our political system so there's that So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening to this Dumb Gay Podcast week after week. We know we've been super negative and lazy lately, <laughs> but we truly are so grateful for all 14 of you. And we really, really appreciate you being here, even if you don't sign up for our Patreon podcast. But please sign up for our Patreon mm. podcast. Go to julianbrandy.com. It's only $1 for a whole extra hour podcast per week. Or you can pay $2 and get two bonus podcasts per week. And our Patreon podcast is completely different than this. There's no ads. There's no politics at all ever. It's just fun, random stories and deep dives and songs and bullshit. And we've been doing our Patreon podcast since 2018. So once you sign up, you'll get 
hundreds of podcasts that you get to listen to instantly, and they're timeless. It won't matter that they were done in 2019. You won't, especially pre-pandemic, you won't mm-hmm. even be able to tell the difference between then and now. We certainly yeah. haven't evolved or grown or no, changed. We no. still just did just as much drugs, acted a fool, <sighs> yelled at strangers, yeah. did drugs on the actual podcast. It's 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 a plethora of enjoyment, timeless podcasts, classics such as Stranger Pubes, <laughs> uh, which I think might be about our trip um, to an all-naked male strip club uh, in yes, Atlanta called right. Swinging Richards, and another one called Sarah McLaughlin is a Dead Horse, which <laughs> who knows what the fuck that's about. Probably how Sarah McLaughlin gives Julie IBS. <laughs> yes, I forgot to mention there are a lot of episodes about my IBS. <laughs> and what could be more timeless? There's an episode this past summer where we did the podcast live in the car on the way home from an escape room. And in the last five minutes of the episode, I ran every red light on our way home because I was about to shit my pants. The level that uh, you took my life into your hands (laughs) when all that this world really needed was for you to shit your pants in the car. I mean... I mean, our lives could have gone in a whole nother direction. (laughs) Now, if that sounds appealing to you in any way, then you belong on our Patreon podcast. End of story. If it doesn't, I would definitely probably not subscribe. Um, There's a link to a free episode called Trekkies starring the guy from the cameo Mm -hmm. at the beginning of this podcast. Thank you, Ashley Ryder. And the link is in the description of this episode, or you can go to www.dumbgaypolitics.com or julianbrandy.com. They lead the same place. And all the info on how to sign up is right there. And if you're already on our Patreon podcast, we fucking love you. Hello. But your work here isn't done. Now we ask that you go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. When we book guests on this podcast, we have to act like this podcast is real. And that requires lying to people, which requires fake evidence, which will come in the form of many, 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 many fake reviews. So please go on to iTunes and help us with this fraud. We'd like to get 2300 by 2023. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. How'd you do, I? See, you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candyman. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man. By the light of day But by night I'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme And maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty grooving Want something visual that's not too abysmal. We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. 
I'll get you a satanic mechanic I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite? Right. I could show you my favorite obsession I've been making a man With blonde hair and a tan And he's good for relieving my tension I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania Hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs> 